Good afternoon. That's my impression of my boss whose last day was on Friday. That's how she entered almost every um, video call that we had. Um, I hope she never listens to this podcast. Anyways, it's um, 4.15 on Saturday, May 8th. I don't know why I'm telling you that. I've just finished editing this exciting episode of the podcast. Joey! Um, I'm trying to think if anything significant happened. Oh, well, yeah, my boss's last day. Work is really picking up. Uh, oh, I got approved for an apartment. Yeah, a lot of exciting developments in my life. Um, but honestly, hectic. Like, so much feels up in the air. Like, I'm interviewing for jobs and, like, I might try to become the manager of my department and there's a, you know, we have have to move in a few weeks and um, school starts in a week. Like, I don't know, life is a little hectic right now. Um, So I'm trying to lean into my routine to keep me feeling grounded. Um, So yeah, this episode is with Joey, who I met when I, well, I met through Abby. They were roommates, freshman year roommates. I actually remember looking through the AU roommate Facebook page with Abby or like looking at Joey's like Facebook profile being like, yeah, she seems really cool. Yeah, she plays volleyball. Okay, she's really cool. Um, And then when I moved to DC, we became friends. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Lots of laughs. We have some great stories, some truly devastatingly stupid stories to go through. Um, but it was so fun to catch up with Joey and I hope I get to see her soon now that we're all team double vaxxed up on a Tuesday. So yeah, enjoy. I'm not going to keep, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to keep this short. Okay. Bye. All right, Joey. So okay. when did we meet? Oof. Um, it wasn't, it, it was our sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. we came to DC to visit you, Jacqueline and Julia came mm-hmm. to DC to visit Abby and it was the women's March. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a moment in history. Hell yeah. And we all got like march along. <laughs> we had those little signs and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. And Cassell and you guys all like slept on like air mattresses and in the living room of our mm-hmm. apartment style dorm. And I remember um, you and I had the same PacSun bodysuit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> that like tan striped one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sitting there. I have that too. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't own that anymore, but that was like a staple piece of my wardrobe. <laughs> I, think I, I think I gave that away yeah. to Goodwill or something. But I remember, yeah, you like came out and I was like, I have that too. I tried to like befriend you. <laughs> it worked. Hell yeah. Um, okay, and then when did we know we would be besties? Okay, I actually think because I was thinking about this, I actually think it was before we met. Oh, okay. So, yeah, which and and I thought about this before you posted it on your story the other day when you went and saw James Franco at FSU. Oh yeah. And I remember you like posted about it on Twitter and we had a whole like engagement true about how like because I like used to be like obsessed with James Franco like obsessed and obviously he's like kind of weird and creepy but before everyone knew that I was like he was my number one celebrity obsession like 
Harry Styles level, mm-hmm. which is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, you saw him. And I remember you posting on Twitter and we had a whole conversation going back and forth. And I was like, you know what? I think me and this girl could be friends. (laughs) I think Emma and I were talking about this the other day, like when I had moved in to the apartment and like we had all spent like time together. But then for some reason there were there were like mornings where just you and I were at the apartment and Mm -hmm. because like you had late class and I didn't have my internship that day or something. Yeah. And like, we hadn't really hung out one-on-one, obviously, like, cause if I visited, like I visited as a group and then it was like the first probably like two or three weeks that I lived there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the moment that Joey and I like solidified, like our more recent friendship, like actually like, living in the same place was one of those mornings I like woke up and I was just sitting in the living room <laughs> playing Sean Mendes, Carful Yeah. <laughs> you just like came out of your room and sat on the couch and then we just watched like celebrity videos for hours and that <laughs> I, was like okay now we're friends <laughs> that did it because that'll just like that'll that is a bond that I can bond like over <laughs> it's just men celebrity men yeah I exactly like, I feel like I just like peeked out of my like <laughs> yeah. room and I was like you watching Sean Mendes <laughs> <laughs> hilarious now that the things we bonded over initially were James Franco and Sean Mendes <laughs> I know, dude, I know. And, but it's, yeah, it's funny, but I did literally, that's how Elle and I became friends too, was because she, I only met her freshman year of high school because she came to Dexter then, but like we became friends because she was like, I love Joe Jonas. And I was like, I love Joe Jonas. And then we were like, friends. Yeah. So these hey. people, it these works. People, people together. They bring us together. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, but you know, oh. Cause I was trying to figure out like when, like what, like one of our first like Joey Sydney mess arounds was. And I feel like this was later. Do you remember the one time when we went to H street and we got. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wait, we, okay. So I was going to go through, we can do our like favorite memories. Now we got ramen at Toki underground, which is like the best ramen ever. We before Toki Underground yeah we put our name in and then we're like let's go walk to like another bar to get a beer while we wait and we walked to this like uh New Orleans themed bar yeah that's really dark inside and we were there was no one else in there probably one (laughs) other person it's like pitch black inside and Joey and I order a beer (laughs) you ordered like a stout or like like a chocolate beer essentially a a dark dark thick creamy beer (laughs) And I want to say you had just bought the shirt you were wearing at Urban Outfitters like earlier that day or something. A white, a just plain <laughs> white t-shirt. <laughs> Dumped the beer on yourself. Like, I've, I don't know how it happened. Like, <laughs> Literally within like, within like the first five sips of this beer, just like something my death perception just gave out. And I just like went to go drink it and just build it entirely on my shirt (laughs) and you had to turn you turned your shirt backwards so that at least it wasn't like what everyone saw yeah oh my god that was so funny that I just had a just thick (laughs) brown giant stain on my on the back of my shirt and we just oh my god I forgot about that let's just keep going okay well (laughs) two of the memories that I have are actually two of the worst memories, but they're just like funny that we lived through them together. 
What do you Obviously, think? Obviously, I two... know the one. Okay, what do you think the second worst memory is? Um, okay, wait, let me think because obviously I know what the top worst one yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is the first one? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> the, <laughs> the sink. Oh! <laughs> yeah, because I blocked it from my memory. <laughs> Every time I remember the sink, I'm like, how did we survive? Oh my god. I okay, I the sink is gonna like trigger me. Oh my god, one, it was absolutely repulsive, like so disgusting. And then but the worst part about it, like worse than our sink almost overflowing with just like garbage and, and disgusting sludge was me having to go tell Regina <laughs> at like 10 p.m that our seat was overflowing and that we couldn't fix it and she was so mad at me she was she was like why'd you let it get to this point and we were like it it didn't show any signs of like <laughs> being clogged up until this point like we didn't notice anything weird about the sink until now and but she was basically like well you let it get like as bad as it is you should have told us earlier and they like didn't fix it until like the next day I feel like it was it was actually probably like a millimeter away and like the water was rising out of the disposal and like wouldn't stop and we weren't like we didn't have the faucet on like I don't know why <laughs> the sink was rising up through <laughs> like I, it doesn't make any sense and it just kept getting higher and higher and we had like gloves on like rubber oh, gloves yeah. and like yeah. the, the plunger in the sink like <laughs> oh my god it was so <laughs> gross like gray dirty garbage water and we literally were like sticking our hands in it and there was something that we used oh like one of our like spoon like serving spoons or something like or like cooking spoons like we had to use something to try to like (laughs) move it around and we're like we just have to throw this away so that's one of the worst memories the other worst memory oh god (laughs) hard to talk about it's it's single-handedly the dumbest thing that we've ever done (laughs) I get mad about it every time I remember like I still haven't gotten over it so Joey and I crowdfunded tickets Mm -hmm. to go really well yeah really well our friends supported us in our desire to go meet Vinny from Jersey Shore at (laughs) Decades Bar in DC and so we like got our tickets and we like also um had gone to 14th street and gone to that cool liquor store and gotten like basil vodka or something and like made ourselves fun little drinks like we were really like we're having a night like we're having a night we were like we're doing this yeah we just crowdfunded to get these tickets and now we're gonna ball out on drinks and make Mm -hmm. fancy little drinks for ourselves and do our makeup all pretty yep and then and then then. (laughs) we get to the bar and like we had special wristbands for being for paying for the meet and greet because it was like you could just go to decades that night and Vinny would be there but you could also pay to meet him before the (laughs) appearance and we did that and we had these special wristbands for it and we like walked in the door and like you could stay at the downstairs like bar restaurant tea thing or you can mm-hmm. go up the stairs which is like where like 
you would never go to that downstairs room if you were going to decades like you would go upstairs to like where the party was upstairs to the party yeah yeah so we were kind of like and they didn't direct us they didn't say like no whatever so we were like um do we go in there I think we like walked in for a second and we were like I don't know like I guess we'll just go upstairs yeah so we go upstairs to the bar and oh my god waited for like three hours I think like the meet and greet was supposed to be at nine yeah so we're like okay it's nine where is he okay it's 10 where is he okay it's 11 where is he (laughs) midnight midnight he comes upstairs and he's behind like velvet rope like at the booths and everyone is just like trying to get as close as they can to like the velvet rope he's nodding his head like he's not having a good time at all he looks so miserable time and it was not fun for us like Joey and I like we weren't really drinking that much like we didn't go there really to get drunk like we just wanted to see him we were there for the experience we were there for the experience (laughs) so we're like not really drunk it's just the two of us with like all these like random kids like and it's not really a fun bar like it's not somewhere we would have chosen to go (laughs) if he wasn't going to be there right and so then finally at midnight like whatever he's there eventually we get close enough to be in this like hilarious group photo <laughs> like professional photo that decades took which is the only silver lining of the whole night that like at least we have like somewhat of a photo with him yeah and we're pretty close like yeah we're, like there we're, we're but... like his head is like in the middle and we're like just like to the upper right. left yeah for this. we were like did everyone here pay for the meet and greet like we were so confused we and so then we we go home. It was normal, and yeah. so we just went on with that. Right, night. we were like, like okay. I guess we expected too much. Like, yes. really, I guess it was just an appearance. Like, we were like, okay, that was so not worth the money, but whatever, yeah. we got to see him. Right. Then in the morning, we're like <laughs> laying in your room, and Emma shows us someone <laughs> else who was there. Yeah, who's in that downstairs room, like with Vinny. Like there was a full meet and greet that happened in the downstairs room that we just bypassed and went upstairs. And that's what was happening for three hours while we stood upstairs waiting for him, even though we paid for the meet and greet downstairs. (laughs) And I feel like we saw, we saw like Emma showed us one picture and you and I tried to like, just deny it we were like well she probably just like knows someone who like got her in to see Vinny or something like she probably is like friends with the bartender at decades and then we just saw every other picture and decades released like an entire file of yeah. like photos and we were like are you fucking kidding I me? just remember like screaming like just screaming. like oh my god like we just <laughs> fucked up so bad but then what obviously happened? our best memory it's got to be the Jonas Brothers. It's got to be the Jonas Brothers concert. Got to be, and then Not just the concert. It, the next day, the reposting Ugh. of the story, the Joe Jonas seeing us. Yeah, because he's bound to look at these. Yeah, Jonas he's bound Brothers. to look at the Jonas Brothers Instagram story. And like they didn't repost that many people. They did not. Concert. Like we we made it. We made it, and we were having so much fun. Yes. Like it was, it could be really embarrassing. I mean, I won't say it wasn't embarrassing. Like I'm like losing my mind a little bit, but like you can really tell that we're just like really having fun and like not the weirdest people at the Jonas Brothers concert. And the Jonas Brothers noticed that. They did. (laughs) They noticed that. They picked us. (laughs) They picked us because we were having fun and we look kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Also, we're... 
were you the one with I it had to have been you because I don't know who else it would have been when the uh what's the hockey team the cap yes I was with you <laughs> when the calf were in the Stanley Cup and we went down um to gallery with Tristan, with Tristan. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Yazzie and, oh my god yeah and we like we're just walking around like maybe trying to find like a place to eat or drink or something and then all of a sudden you and I heard panic at the disco yes oh my god <laughs> we sprinted because we thought panic at the disco was like live and playing for some reason downtown <laughs> you and I literally we heard like two words come from like we heard like two lines of a panic at the disco song you and I like looked at each other. I don't even think we said anything. And we just took off sprinting. Like we just, our minds connected, like we must find this show. And then we probably sprinted like 20 feet and we were like, they're, they're not here. Like They were just the playing the music. Here. Yeah. 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 That's the other thing too, is an away game. Like they were just yeah. broadcasting yeah. like what was happening at the game. Like, oh my God, that was funny. Was playing in like Las Vegas or something. Yeah. We're both Aries. Hell people yeah. I wonder actually I've never looked up like what is the compatibility for Aries being friends I think it's like medium well I don't know about me I don't know do you do it like for friendships or are you doing like yeah for- I try to okay. see if they have it for like oh yeah um okay so as a friendship <laughs> a friendship between two Aries leads to a very dynamic relationship the inherent competitive nature of Aries makes the relationship spontaneous and challenging. They see a reflection of themselves. It doesn't mean they couldn't understand their companion's need for independence. On the contrary, they respect their other's freedom all the more as they themselves feel the same way. However, the free-spirited nature of Aries could often lead to conflicts and they could turn possessive and keep charging at each other, neither one yielding one bit. Hence, it is important that they restrain their fiery nature at least against each other and work in concord. If they accomplish this, the abundance of their combined energy could help them achieve wonderful results. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like you and I were never fiery towards each other. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I do think I I do recognize like that, um, like respecting each other's like freedoms, like yeah understanding like just wanting to do our own thing sometimes like yeah I feel like we did we like recognize that in each other and obviously like being spontaneous like we always want to be like oh let's just go do the thing like right now true or like on our mess rounds we would just start like do go wherever the wind took us yeah yeah Do do you identify with the leader aspect of Aries yeah I do do you no, that's the one, that's the one trait that I like cannot, I don't, I don't see myself at, like, I am such a sheep. Mm. I'm such a follower. Um, I feel like there's an Aries trait that's like extremely over-sexual and I don't identify with that yeah. trait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like like a lot of like some of those Aries memes are like, like very hypersexual, like focused and stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I can see it in some areas, but I I identify way more with the leader part of yeah. that. Like I do, I mean, I am like bossy. Like I know that I'm like, I want to be in charge of the plan. Yeah. See, like, I'm not. Is... I'm like, I will just follow yeah. whoever. But I feel like the aggressive, the the angry 
the angry, you know, the angriness. <laughs> yeah. One time in DC, I was driving and I was at a stop sign, but there was a crosswalk. It was right next to the Metro in Tenley town. And I had to pull, I had to turn left. So I like pulled into the crosswalk a little bit to like see, you know, and this fucking like business guy who had just gotten off the Metro, like this just like annoying, like white middle-aged man starts crossing the crosswalk that I was like halfway in and slams on the hood of my car. <laughs> and like, as if being like, like, oh, like there's a crosswalk here. And I like rolled down my window and I was like, fuck you, like get over it. Like, God forbid, my go-to is God forbid. <laughs> I'm like, God forbid you have to walk around my car. And he was like, so taken aback that this like small girl is like screaming at him. But I won that one too. Yeah. And I've been with you in the car for a couple of those <laughs> screaming matches. Yeah. My yeah. You definitely have the fiery, angry oh, side yeah. of it. Yeah. The road rage is, is my like friends here when they like first saw it in the car, they were like shocked. Yeah. It, it can be shocking. I was like, but <laughs> do you remember the, the dupus? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I'm breaking it up. <laughs> I haven't thought about dupus in so long. <laughs> that was my worst moment. <laughs> what were you even yelling at? <laughs> just like, uh, just another like stranger in DC. <laughs> I ended up being the dummy. <laughs> you were trying to say it. <laughs> 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 we're trying to say either doofus or stupid yeah when <laughs> you said doofus and you were like screaming like the way you do like at the top of your lungs like well get out of the way doofus <laughs> and we were all in the car I think we were driving back from that I think that was the same drive as fix your roots yeah yeah, we were driving back from that like breakfast place where I got the strangest breakfast known to man, like applesauce, oh bagel, God. peanut butter. <laughs> um, and you had your dupus moment, and then a girl that like I guess Emma doesn't like was walking on the street, and the windows were rolled up. But we were just like talking about whatever Emma doesn't like her for some reason, and then Emma starts banging on the window, going, "Fix your roots, fix your roots." <laughs> And then I'm pretty sure she like immediately turned and she was like, wait, why don't we like her? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That was a funny car ride. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. The dupus one. I <laughs> Dupus. I Can't haven't stand. thought about dupus in so long. Oh my God. <laughs> Time for the segment called favorite things about Joey. Oh, number cool. one, your dogs are your siblings. Yes. <laughs> in case I got one forever immortalized. Yes. Uh, I don't know the word. In immortalized? Yes. Immortal. Yeah. I think. I think so. I don't Other know. Words, whatever. Um, do you want to talk us through how many dogs you have and what their names are and uh, their personalities? Sure. I would love to. Um, so I did have five until... February and then the oldest one Ozzy um passed away he was 14 and a half so good old age we're you know we're good with that but he's the one that I just got tattooed on the back of my arm with a sailor cap it's and a great tattoo it's really good dude I'm surprised it turned out that well 
but um he was a he was our biggest one a gentle giant and then there's stella who is the light of my life my pride and joy and she's a little firecracker she's miss independent and i think that's why i love her so much and why i want her attention more than anyone else's is because she won't give it to me and then there is theodore who is the cutest little dog ever who sounds like he had he like looks like he has elevator music just playing in his head like he looks so stupid <laughs> but he's like the nicest dog ever and he's just he sleeps with me and then there's river who is really anxious um he wants to be loved so bad but he like doesn't know how to receive love <laughs> he'll like come up to you and like want to be petted and then like you pet him and he kind of like 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 hide like good I don't know he gets all like freaked out and then like goes and like hides and he like growls a little but he like never bites and then there's the newest addition who only came around in like September named well my parents call her Lana but I call her squeaky and she's one and everyone fucking hates her <laughs> sucks why because she's just a menace like all of my other dogs are like like not they're not like that young anymore you know like they're like past like six and she's like this just like one-year-old like puppy and she's just like she's such a menace so explain so you're an only child that's why your dogs were like your siblings yes um and you used to pretend you were a dog (laughs) yeah I feel like everyone like played house or like family you know like with their like friends or siblings but I had no siblings so I just had to play with my dogs and I would just like get on my hands and knees and put a a bowl of water down like next to their water bowl and like go go and like lap it up like a dog and like I used to like carry like a dog beanie baby like around in my mouth (laughs) and so weird (laughs) one time I was like playing and we like when I was young we had this like golden retriever and I like tried to like go play with her and she like bit me and it was like the most traumatic moment of my life because I was like I just got betrayed by one of my own um okay next on my list is that I feel like you share the same like pride I feel for Florida like you feel for Michigan like you're obsessed with Michigan 100% so I'd like you to go through let's say the top top three things that make Michigan awesome okay geographically physically Michigan is the best state because one best reason the Great Lakes got three out of five of the Great Lakes prefer Michigan they're huge they are blue and green and teal and clear they look like oceans um you can go swimming in them. There's no sharks, no sharks, no salt, no problem. That's our motto. <laughs> but um, yeah, those are gorgeous. And they're responsible for like 70% of the U.S.'s like fresh water. So you guys are welcome. Um, two has got to be Detroit is really cool. I feel like not like Detroit is pretty underrated if you're not like actually from Michigan and you don't actually know about it. You know, obviously everyone thinks that Detroit is like some hellhole that is like poverty stricken and incredibly violent or something. And like, you know, like any giant, like big city, it's, it has its pocket, but 
I think Detroit is really cool because it's got like a very long history and a very like specific culture, you know, mm-hmm. between like the auto industry and everything and then like the music that's come out of Detroit and everything like so many like legendary like artists are from Detroit and obviously like Motown and then like techno started in Detroit so I think that's pretty cool that is that's a good case for Detroit and then three probably just like every other um like physical landscapey thing in Michigan like we've got giant sand dunes on the on the west on lake michigan which are like they're so tall and like you like can like run down them they're huge like ginormous and then you've got the upper peninsula which is that like top part that i feel like no one realizes is part of michigan um but you've got like waterfalls and there's some little mountains up there and it's just got everything and it's perfect and the winters are brutal but the summers are like 75 80 like they're a little humid but not too bad and it's perfect you just spend your days on a lake and it's just the best state out there um okay well we already talked about this a little bit so I guess I will have you like elaborate on maybe like your top three stories but you're obsessed with celebrities and you're really good at like meeting them I would love for you to tell the Darren Chris story and then maybe like two of your other best celebrity encounters. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. The Darren Chris one was, I was home in Michigan. I like saw like something on Twitter that was like, Oh, like Darren Chris is playing at the blind pig in Ann Arbor tonight. And I, because I guess he was like supposed to play this like tiny little festival in Ann Arbor and then it got it like rained that day so it got rained out and so he made it up by playing at this like teeny tiny little like bar venue in Ann Arbor called the Blind Pig and like you didn't need a ticket like you could just like go and pay like 10 bucks at the door and I was like um okay well like I love Darren Chris like (laughs) huge gleek over here yeah so I was like yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna go see him and I went and like just like went alone and like stood at the back and like listened to him play and stuff and then he like ended like whatever like an hour and a half later and then I was just kind of like waiting around because I like figured he was gonna come out because it was like such a small like I was like well he's got to come out eventually like even if he doesn't stop and say like hi to people and he did and then he like went to the back of the bar and like no one was really around him I don't know if people just like didn't really give a shit or what but like there was like this group of like a couple girls talking to him and I just like went up to him and just like waited and then whatever and then we started like talking and I was like that was awesome like I've been like a fan of yours for a while and he was like really appreciative and then and then he was outside and my other Sydney from home is a huge Darren Chris fan as well and she was also a huge Glee fan And so I, one, got him to say, like, hi, Sydney. And then two, there's our our favorite, all-time favorite quote from Glee is when it's the episode, like, Darren Chris isn't even in Glee yet at this episode, but it's when they do um, Proud Mary, I think, in the wheelchairs, like, in solidarity with Artie. (laughs) The most insane episode. (laughs) They all perform in wheelchairs and Artie's like sitting on the side of the stage and Finn comes rolling out and he's rolling out and the song is starting. He goes, 
this one's for you, Artie. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's the funniest, me and my city think it's the funniest line in the entire show ever. And so I went up to Darren Chris and I was like, can you please record a video of yourself saying this? And so he did. And he was like, hey, Sydney, this one's for you, Artie. And I have no idea if he knows like what it was from or like what he was saying, but he did it with like such a happy face that I was like, thank you. That's amazing. But, uh, and then he was like, oh yeah, like we're going to this like bar like next door. And, and I didn't take it as an invite because why would I like, this is Darren Chris. And like in the moment I felt like a 13 year old, but, and so I, I just went home, but then I told like everyone I told after was like, you should have gone. Like he was inviting you. And I was like, yeah, no, he wasn't like, he was just like saying what he was doing. And like, he was just being nice. And like, he's, I was like, he's married and stuff. And then I came out here and a bunch, like a bunch of my guy friends out here went to Michigan, which is where he went. So he used to like come back to Ann Arbor a lot. And they were like, yeah, he's like fucked like five of our friends. Oh my God. Oh, so maybe. Doesn't it suck that like probably all male celebrities cheat on their wives and girlfriends? Yes. And he's been dating her or like, well, they're married now, but they've been together for so like, like probably a decade at least. Yeah. If not, I think probably longer. And so that was like heartbreaking to hear. And I was like, okay, well, obviously I wouldn't have done that because I like have respect for Darren Chris's wife. <laughs> but like, I was like, was Darren Chris hitting on me? I think he was because if you're a celebrity and you don't want someone to like come with you, you don't tell them where you're going. Do you have another great celebrity encounter? I feel like that one's really good. That was my good one. My Jake Gyllenhaal is, is my favorite one, but that one I like really sought out. Like mm-hmm. he was doing a play for like two months off Broadway in New York and I like saw that people were meeting him after the show. So I like bought tickets and got two of my friends, Emily and Isabel to go with me. And we just drove up to New York, like literally for the day, like left early, parked my car in a garage for like 10 hours, saw the show, met him. I got to tell him that he's my favorite actor. And he was like, oh, thank you so much. And I was like, you're so welcome, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> and then we like, we drove home that same night I've seen like I've had a few like good like spotting like celebrity spottings in LA but my favorite one because it's the funniest one was when Abby was visiting (laughs) we went to Nobu in Malibu like that that sushi place Mm -hmm. and (laughs) Abby was like Abby like looks over at the bar and she was like is that Moises Arias (laughs) 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 and I looked over and I was like holy shit it is and he was just like on a date with this like beautiful woman just like like a foot taller than him just sitting at the bar of Nobu Malibu and it was just good old Rico from Hannah Montana <laughs> yeah that that's kind of amazing that one was good the the other two things that were on my list were that you suddenly you've recently become a cat person you had a cat with your yeah. ex-roommate and then now you have a new cat yeah yeah the, and you the, like you you're you're liking it you like cats I do I can't I didn't I didn't love the cat I had with my ex-roommate because it was a kitten and it was like pretty spazzy and it hurt me a lot but yeah in like last summer 
my roommate Alyssa like got into law school in New York so she ended up moving to New York and so I was like living alone for a few months and so I got really lonely and I like almost I like looked into adopting a dog and I was like okay no like I shouldn't do this like this is dumb and then I was like on some shelters site and I saw this like beautiful long-haired fluffy cat with like bright blue eyes and I was like and he was eight and I was like I must have him he's actually a really nice cat and he's like a very big like people person cat and he's cuddly and he's really nice he's annoying sometimes because like now I have in my new apartment I have to like sleep with him in my room because his litter box is in my bathroom and he like always steps on my face or like meows in the morning or something but for the most part he's cute and he's nice to have around nice but Um, I think I will never have another cat after okay that's fair I do you're not and I like him oh yeah her Her. yeah um so you're you're not really a cat person but like the right cat you can get along with yeah and like I definitely like Carmine but like once he's gone that's (laughs) it that that's it for me (laughs) okay fair enough um okay well normally this is the segment where we'd move into like morning routine but I want to preface this because I, I said this in my like the one I've recorded most recently too which I haven't posted yet but like the reason that I have asked people like what their morning routine is and stuff or like any routines they have is because like for me that is something that like keeps me like stable and sane is just like having like some routine aspect to my like life mm-hmm. but I know that you like don't like routine really at all yeah. Um, so I'm wondering, like, are there any aspects to like a morning routine that you have and, or I guess what things do you do? What things like help you be stable, yeah. not routine? I go back and forth because typically I really like in normal life, I really hate routine because it just gets so repetitive and boring and it like drives me crazy. And but I got furloughed last July. So I've been unemployed for almost a year now. Um, so up until like November, I like wasn't like in November, I started coaching. So now I, I at least have like a little routine in my days, like every other day, except for today, I coach at 345. So like my normal day, is I like will wake up at probably like 8.30 or nine, stay in bed until like 9.30. And then I get up and I, if I'm at my place, I usually like get up, I get dressed and then I walk to this coffee shop. This is like since I've moved into my new apartment like two months ago, but I walk to this coffee shop that's super cute. And I get myself a little coffee and I listen to podcasts and I get my little walk-in cause it's like not too long you know, and it's, and I, you know, sometimes I like will go and then like get a smoothie bowl and my coffee. And then I go to my like roof of my apartment and I just sit on the roof and like enjoy the day in LA. And then if I'm like, I go through waves of like being really good at my routine and being really bad at it. So like when I'm good at it, I'll like get my coffee. I'll like make a breakfast. I'll sit on the roof. I'll enjoy the morning. And then I will do yoga and then I'll make lunch and then by then it's like time to go to volleyball and then I go to volleyball and then when I by the time I get home from volleyball 
all of my roommates are back from work or done working. So then I just like hang out with them. But then when I'm really bad at my routine, I don't know, I wake up, I like sit on my phone for way too long. Like I just kind of like putz around and listen to music. And then recently I've been um, like sleeping over at Ian's a lot. So I like wake, like that's where I am now. So like I'll wake up, we'll get breakfast sandwiches at a liquor store down the street, which are phenomenal for a liquor store breakfast sandwich and then he goes to work but he works from home but he just takes meetings and then I just kind of sit on my little phone and do my own thing here or he lives like right next to Abbott Kinney that like really cute street in Venice California and sometimes I'll walk that if I'm feeling you know motivated to or sometimes I just sit here until I go to coaching honestly my days are really boring um at this point, like almost May, I'm now just kind of trying to enjoy them because I think I'm going back to work in June. Oh, that's exciting. Like, yeah, fingers crossed. But now I'm just kind of like enjoying the laziness because I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, it's like almost over. So yeah. Okay. Well, like, so beyond that, I guess, is there anything you like specifically do because you're like, this like helps my like mental health? Mm, I get a lot of tattoos, um, which actually helps my, it helps break a routine and like the, just like boringness of my life sometimes, Mm -hmm. um, it adds a little, a little adrenaline rush. Yeah. Um, um, but day to day, I have been really, (laughs) been really into this podcast, (laughs) this podcast called Spooked. Uh Uh-huh. And it's... (laughs) It's just like a storyteller podcast, but it's like scary stories. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just like, I'll, it like, I don't know how, but like, if I feel like stressed or anxious, this like scary story podcast about like ghost stories, like soothes me. <laughs> uh, actually, I can see that. Like it takes your mind off other things. Yeah. Like, and if, like, I don't know why, but like ghosts don't scare me. Like, obviously if I encountered a ghost, I would be scared, mm-hmm. but like, like I'm scared of like murderers and serial killers and stuff like like listening to stories about that like scares me but like listening to stories about like ghosts I'm just like oh like this is so like it's just like such a nice like story um okay well do you want to explain what your job is that you're hopefully getting back in June yes so I um got into the arguably or easily easily the worst industry I could have gotten into, um, which is concert promotion. So I work at AEG, which is pretty much like, it's exactly the same as Live Nation. Like AEG and Live Nation are the two biggest concert promoters in the country and in the world. Um, And I work uh, as an assistant for a touring team within AEG called Concerts West. So it's like this smaller team that work like they do they promote like stadium and arena shows so like we do like Paul McCartney the Rolling Stones Celine Dion um people like that so like giant shows that obviously cannot happen (laughs) in COVID um and it's really cool and it literally was my dream job like 
coming, moving out to LA, like I told myself, I wanted to work for a venue or a promoter. And I somehow managed to get a job at AG, which I am eternally grateful for. And is, I think a lot of people are like confused as to like why I haven't found another job. They told me I'm getting this job back and it's literally like the perfect job I could have gotten right out of college. Mm -hmm. So I'm not giving it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I probably could have tried to find a temporary job, like, you know, during all of this, but I just picked up coaching instead, which has been amazing because obviously Mm -hmm. I love volleyball, but. Okay. My final question for you, and I think I know exactly how you're going to answer this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, fuck, Mary kill East coast, West coast, Midwest. Oh, okay. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Oh, actually, you know, you know, that is hard because obviously the East coast is getting straight up murdered. I hate the East coast more than anything. And I'm not afraid to say it. And then the Midwest sucks except for Michigan. So, and then the West coast I've really only been to California like I haven't been to like Oregon or Washington but California is obviously amazing so I actually think that I would marry California Mm. because of how awful the rest of the Midwest was true If if it was east coast west coast Michigan I would obviously marry Michigan but and then I would fuck the Midwest and then I'm just I'm so sorry to east coast but bye-bye but you couldn't see any argument for fucking the east coast no no Mm. I just I like I really like and people I I get people hate me for it you know they get they get really defensive of their east coast well I I can see where you're coming from because I'm not really from the part of the east coast that like you're talking about southern east coast like I've been to like south carolina georgia like savannah charleston you know like a long like the the actual like east coast the only thing I really like about the east coast is that there is so much in it Mm -hmm. and that it's really easy to travel up and down the east coast that's like what I think makes it I think that's like its biggest benefit is like there's so much in the east coast like there's like DC Atlanta New York Miami I guess you could throw that in there like Florida like so much is so different yeah and you can get places pretty easily you know throughout it um I think the west coast is like incredible like breathtaking and interesting but it's hard I think it's a little bit harder to like travel the west coast I like New York enough to visit it but I don't I could never see myself living there I know I can't see myself living there I wish I could but, but and then like people could say the same about like LA though like they're very different cities you know like mm-hmm. I feel like, like LA is like so like spread out and like it's massive and like I feel like if you like walking and like taking public transportation then it's like not for you but like I love like driving and stuff and I'm obsessed with it but I know I, I think between the two cities I would much rather I would rather live in LA even though I, I like driving but I don't like parking like I don't yeah. like having to worry about parking and, and traffic and I know I'd have to deal with that in LA that's the biggest yeah. I think but as far as like how the two cities are like I think I'd I'd enjoy living in LA more just because it's like sunny it's like the kind of it's why yeah. I like Florida like it's just like sunny and like fun and yeah palm trees and beaches and stuff like it's yeah it's pretty perfect yeah long story short marry the west coast 
fuck the Midwest and kill the East Coast. Okay, that's acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think that's that's a wrap. Oh. Use my Hollywood language. That's a wrap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well. Um. Thanks, Joey. Of course. Anytime. <laughs> Have fun coaching. Thank you. I will. My tweens. Mm. Okay. Bye. I said miss you. Miss you too.